Good morning everybody, this is Victoria from When the Ancients Speak. This morning we are going to be doing a conversation with our good friend Aya about the sun and some other things that are happening on our planet right now. First of all, I would like to say hello to our, our friend Aya. It's been a while since we spoke. As always, it is wonderful to speak to you. Thank you. Um, so, I've been doing some uh, research air about our sun, and um, it seems that there's a lot more going on than just planet Nibiru and uh, all the nemesis system. Can you tell us a little bit about this? The biggest issue that you're having now is getting your world leaders, who are mostly all reptilian and controlled, uh, working together to continue to fool the population with multiple sun simulators that they've built, obviously this is to not only block planet Nibiru and prevent it from being seen in the multiple eclipses that would be taking place, but the other issue that you're having now is that there are plans underway. These plans are designed to deprive not only the people of where they are living, but to herd them into different locations across the globe. Obviously, you see all the different weather phenomena that's taking place. Much of this is natural. Some of it is induced, as we have discussed before. Yes, I see with what they're doing right now with the flooding. Um, it's like they're herding everybody into the central parts of what we now call America, and they're doing it in other places too. Can you expand on that for me? Let me at least explain what's going on in this country and then we can touch upon others as you request. One of the biggest problems that they're having is, uh, like any farmer would uh, if you're going to be harvesting your crops, is dealing with ways to centralize and then reorganize your crops. They know that your sun is failing. Part of this, in part, is because of the plasma exchanges that take place with the gigantic planets that are uh, encircling your sun and pulling it to pieces. Now, the sun obviously still retains most of its fuel, but a lot of it has also been expended. The other planets come, and they cause, with their own gravitational pull, to drain themselves and reignite their own essences, such as the additional uh, other sun that you have that is draining most of this. This is part of what you call the nemesis solar system. As it passes by and is passing by your sun, and many of these planetoid objects are many times bigger than your own sun, they pull upon it, and as doing so, it's like cracking an egg partially open. And if you can envision this, you can see the substance run out, so to speak, but in this case it's very explosive. Uh, now you've seen some of the pictures that have taken place that you and and, and many uh, people have caught and they see what's taking place. Many of these planetoid objects cannot be seen because they exist in the infrared spectrum. They have to be illuminated by something else or you have to see them in the heat spectrum. Hmm? So as they pass by your sun, it's sort of like taking a picture of someone in the dark. There's a brief flash, you see the surprise on their face, and you got it. You got the image, but then you don't know where they are because they could sneak off again. Well, an interesting thing is happening. As these planetoid objects pass by, 
they're draining your sun. And of course they've known of this for many years, which is why there's been a worldwide collaboration to build uh, many of the sun simulators that you see now, and a lot of people may misunderstand their uses. I see. So where does that leave the people on this planet? Because what I'm seeing now, um, I'm picking up that a lot of these uh, talk show hosts that want to talk about Planet X or they want to talk about you know getting people into bunkers they have to be aware of this because they're talking about the year 2023 now it is their belief and they are partially correct that as the nemesis solar system is passing by the Sun I mean these objects have actually been uh, approaching this this epoch as you can say for quite some time I mean your Sun has been exhibiting these strange events that have been taking place for almost a hundred years as the planetoid system approaches because they're so large and they're electronically connected as you would say electrically uh, joined to each other as most magnets would be as they get closer to each other they exhibit effects upon each other you're talking planetoid objects that are sometimes four to eight times the size of your sun obviously they're going to affect the earth too which is a tiny little dot in comparison but the Earth has several protective shields and also has alien technology upon it, which can partially protect you from this. But that would have to be another discussion. What is about to happen is that your sun is going to expire in about five years, more like four, four and a half years, because most of the energy has been drained from it. And this will continue to happen. As you bring two magnets closer together, they do not wish to be pulled apart. So right now these planetoid objects are encircling the sun, uh, many of which can be visible if you simply look up and have the right filters. The human eye is not quite capable of seeing these things. But there are also many charlatans that are trying to take advantage of people. Uh, yes, Mike and I are starting to see that. And they're starting to join forces, so as to speak, to cause more confusion because when you try and get some information about their background you're finding out that some of these guys have got some pretty bad criminal backgrounds and they're portraying themselves to be something that they're not what you must be very careful are the ones who claim to have professional degrees and yet they do not uh, one in particular uh, that I've seen I'm obviously not going to bring up any names to protect you and your family but it is quite obvious that they claim to be one thing, they claim to be professionally educated, but, you know, as you say, go and look them up, that you should always do that, especially if you're going to try and figure out information and what's true and what's not, especially in a situation such as this. Now, I know you and Michael have clean backgrounds, you haven't done anything, you haven't been in any trouble with the law, but the same cannot be said for some of these other beings who are directly lying to you and trying to create a false narrative. I'm going to tell you something that may sound really bizarre, but it's absolutely the truth, and if you do your own research, you can probably discover at least clues to what I'm saying is true. Most of you already know that this planet is designed to harvest human beings. Well, now there's a big fight on who's going to get what cut, sort of the same way that nations have fought over other nations to divide up the spoils. 
Well, humanity is a wonderful cash crop for many of the beings in the universe. So they're trying to decide what to do with most of you. Some of you are going to be simply put to death or uh, executed in some ways. Uh, others are you are, are going to be divided amongst the other beings that want you. So there's this big titanic tug of war between those who rule your planet, which are primarily reptilians, and those that need shepherds to bring them to different locations. And one of the best ways to do this, you can't get people to leave their homes if they, their homes are uh, functional and self-sufficient and they can remain in their own homes until the end comes, so to speak. But what they're doing is obviously they're going to displace as many people as possible and force them to be divided and, and, and taken to different locations to this planet where they will be taken, some of which will be taken off-world, and not for good purposes. There will be others that will be harvested directly upon this planet. You see, when you die, obviously your soul leaps from your body, and if there are the appropriate machinery in place, they harvest the energy from this. Now they can't completely destroy you, your soul is eternal, but they can strip many of the vital essences that makes your soul what it is and, and of course try to restore it at a later time or encapsulate it and keep it imprisoned like it is done on this planet until of course you're ready for the harvest. That should make perfect sense to anyone if they think about these things. Yeah, it does make sense to me and um, I just I trust my instincts, so I've been doing some research recently on some of these people who are delivering information on our incoming planets. And while their information is absolutely correct, it is the method that it's being done by and the deception behind it that I am now starting to, as an empath, I'm starting to pick up that it's not all what it seems. Well, you must understand, uh, each group has their own faction and they're fighting for resources. The resources that they're fighting for are people. Uh, you have to remember, you are a powerful commodity. Each and every one of you has the potential to essentially ascend to become a god. It, of course, religion, and if people believe in the false religion, they will never accept that because they believe they must bow down to an external being and while yes there is what you would refer to as a grand creator it, he bears no resemblance uh, to what is being projected through religion so as long as you are deluded there will be millions and millions of people that will bow down when the time comes to these beings to be harvested celestially as well as uh, physically yeah, I mean, this is um, this was tough for me to kind of get last week when I finally figured out that something pretty serious, other than just the planetary systems coming in, was going on here. Because I watched a coronal mass ejection about 10 days ago, and the sun was spilling out everywhere, plasma everywhere. So if we look at the holes that are now on the sun, this is becoming a very serious issue. And obviously those who are trying to herd people into bunkers and things keep saying that, you know, September 23, 20, you know, 2023. And I, I started questioning why they kept saying that. And now we understand it's because the sun is probably not going to be around at that point. So what happens to us? Without direct intervention from the beings that I represent, obviously the sun 
would grow extremely large and would absorb the earth obviously uh, you're going to see some of this now if you look at what's going on with your son now anyone that has lived on this planet for more than 30 years remembers a time when the sun was pure and yellow and it was simply a rich and beautiful experience when you laid outside or you went to the park but what is happening is the sun is being depleted much much sooner because you have these planetoid objects and instead of them coming completely through as quickly as they've done before this time they have slowed down more than ever and they're going to circle you maybe much the way flies might circle uh, a person and annoy them well imagine flies four to six times the size of you mm. encircling you would that not perturb you I think is the word that scientists use well at the same time imagine if these gigantic flies were sucking the very life out of you when they finally do pass through when the right angles have been achieved and when these planets continue to pass they're going to still continue to perturb the Sun and the Sun directly affects everything on this planet because they are of course electrically connected everyone that studies any kind of science has learned this and they know that the Sun directly affects everything on this planet I think you're going to see some massive issues with your moon as well it is quite possible that the moon will be disrupted from the proper orbit and already is being disrupted from the proper orbit around this planet now your magnetosphere is generated deep from within the central portion of the earth there is another Sun that exists deep within the earth you have been lied to and told that this was a huge ball of uh, molten uh, yeah. liquid but actually what it is is a huge plasma huge plasma furnace that's what they call it but it is essentially a small Sun and that is what is necessary in order to generate a magnetosphere if you doubt this look at basic uh, electricity and how it works and magnetism in order to generate a north and south pole energy must flow completely through an object and it must be powered by something now when you make a magnet you simply what do you do you stroke it upon another larger magnet in order to energize it well it's the same thing with plasma and plasma affects each other and the suns are connected to each other so as your sun is having issues it's going to affect other aspects deep within the central portion of the planet which then radiates out and of course the energetics of the your current Sun uh, that you are in orbit around striking your magnetosphere will also affect weather conditions and cause additional earthquakes now we were talking a little while ago about the planet our planet actually being able to move because there is of the great forge that created the planet in the beginning can you explain that to us a bit more for those of you that will actually listen and not think that this is insane and I believe you can even find pictures of this if you look long enough there is a gigantic forge ship that exists in the southern portion of your planet that is essentially uh, hidden from view that's why both of the polar caps have been carefully designed so as to cover over the entrances but not affect the flow of energy that passes through the earth to form the magnetosphere the ship is approximately mm, about 
one-fifth to one-sixth of the size of the planet. And what it is capable of doing is originally it dug the gigantic hole through the central portion of this planet, but then it embedded itself and it became the world where the scientists that created this world remained. It does have a gigantic engine and is capable of igniting and is capable of moving this planet. And it can also generate gravity and a magnetosphere much the way that a space station that spins in space could do the same for the people that live upon it. I remind you that this world was created by a grand forge ship. Uh, it was not made directly by the hands of the creator, but yet the creator who made beings like myself and others, well, we also uh, helped create many different worlds and many different things that exist in the universe. Yes, that's why no one is allowed to travel directly over these areas where the apertures are. They're very closely guarded by the military. And, and of course, you're being lied to and being told that, you know, these places are absolutely sub-zero. Actually, there are places where grass is beginning to grow in Antarctica, for example, without the help of protective domes. So, I'm here to tell everyone today that your sun is expiring. You may not wish to believe this, but all of the facts are there. And if you wish to look up all the different things that are taking place, I suggest that you start, first of all, with the sun simulators. Ask yourself why any nation would uh, want to create these things and what is the purpose of them. And they're actually not that difficult to make with your current technology. That's why you have an international space station. Their job is to regulate and control the overlapping uh, fields of energy and then modulate them together into multiple sun simulators that have been deployed not only across the planet but also in close Earth orbit. You will not be able to see them and this is part of the reason why they are chemtrailing all over the world in part to protect you from the radiation fallout but also to speed along events such as making people ill and trying to get people to also be harvested sooner. Like, for example, they've started in all of the different islands because these are a great way to isolate people. And many people are going to say, well, what are we going to do to help these people? They will play a game and say that they are trying to help these people, but there are now millions of people trapped on islands like Puerto Rico. They have no power. They're running out of water and food and humanitarian help is very, very sparse in comparison to the millions of people that are going to be affected. Yeah, we were wondering about that too because when you look at um, how small the islands are and if the floods are coming further over the lands themselves, then they absolutely don't have any use for these people anymore and then that gives the aliens permission to come and get some of their quota that we've been sold out to, correct? That is not only correct, but these sadistic reptilians that control this planet and the organized crime groups that work with them, you know, they go hand in hand, um, are also greedily looking forward to the harvest because they get a cut of their energy. It's sort of like a group of criminals sitting around deciding how to steal millions of dollars from a bank. They're going to divide up the spoils after they do, 
but they have to find a way to go into the bank first and take everything. Well, that's what all of this is about. Now, for those of you that are overly concerned with the fact that, yes, your son is dying, there does exist technology in the universe to reignite stars. This is moderate technology for most of the beings that I associate with. But the decision has not yet been made, and another decision has been made to allow up to 80% of all people, and if you happen to compare the numbers, most of these people live on the coastlines anyhow, or on islands. Why would they want to rebuild these islands when they're just going to be flooded again and destroyed? So the decision has been made to pretend to give some humanitarian help, but to let millions of people suffer and die to, to harvest the additional energy that they're going to need to further destroy humanity. Remember, they need massive amounts of, of negative energy, and what better way to get it than to make millions, even billions of people very, very unhappy while simultaneously claiming to help them. I know, it's very sad, um, and I, I see the writing on the wall. We don't have five years in the sense that we are going to be, uh, what, under tyranny or what under this kind of thing for five years they want to get some of this done now correct yes and, and and that's the thing that's most disturbing to us we do not wish to see all of humanity destroyed at least those of us that are part of the galactic empire uh, there are many many players involved in this and it's very complex very much like your politics but the problem is anyone that is salivating right now they are simply chomping at the bit for this now they've been promised things that no human would ever get by being evil so they know that this is their chance to kind of it's sort of like knowing okay do I work at a job to earn money or do I go rob a store it's quicker to rob a store as long as you're not going to get caught well many of these charlatans that you're seeing that are emerging their true colors are beginning to emerge mm. because they are trying to come together to lie to all of humanity to get them involved in their little plots and schemes they want a cut of humanity and they want to take as much as they can from you on the way down why not I mean they've been promised the life extension and they've been given what you like to refer to as a ticket on the bus well what that means is if they play ball many of these uh, shadow government agencies that exist are designed to push this narrative to not only confuse people oh they're going to confuse you alright they know that when the truth comes out people will be killing each other in the streets now the government cannot officially come out and do that because they'll be quickly destroyed and overthrown but you see if rogue groups do this especially they're going to build their rogue groups mostly with criminals well then these beings can lie to everyone but they're not actually lying and that's the humorous part and the joke is on humanity oh we're going to tell you the truth so yes you get the truth but you also get it from beings that want to shepherd you into the wrong places at the wrong time as well yeah Mike and I have become very aware of those people and they're usually the types that start pushing the um, whole uh, patriot agenda where they're um, you know they're telling people that in order to survive this we have to do this together and we've got to get here and 
you know, and I just started questioning all this because for people to to get on a uh, a program, a TV program, podcast, uh, video, they are telling the truth, but there is something behind them that is pushing something very sinister. And, and I just started feeling this, and so I started looking into some of this, and I realized that these people who are offering protection are actually hurting others into their little traps. Well, uh, if, you know, the lowest point of your life, things are going terrible, and your business is about to collapse, for example, there's a knock on the door, and three gentlemen in suits walk in, and they say, hey, have we got a deal for you? You help us out, we're going to launder some money through here, and uh, we're going to make you popular, we're going to make you famous. And on top of that, you can work for us now, and if you do that, well, you'll be protected from all of this, and you'll be part of our little club. It's the oldest way to do business, and it's just being recycled in the same process. Why not? It works. So I'm here to tell you that most of what you hear online, most of it is true to some degree or in some sense, but many of the darker beings have figured out that this is a huge payday for them because if they play ball, they're going to get life extension, they're going to get a ticket on the bus, as you like to say, and what that means is that they will be some of the first beings off-world who will be allowed to survive this. After all, I'm sure that uh, pigs heading for the slaughter believe that the farmer is a good man even though he leads them onto the slaughter truck. You've got to have someone lead them onto the slaughter truck or they won't trust trust anyone. I believe the term is Judas goat. Yeah. You always have one bad goat that trusts the farmer that will lead the rest into the slaughter. And that's primarily what's being done. And since now of the September 23rd date, the only importance of that date beyond the satanic markings and the meanings for that is that now they have permission to do whatever they wish now to speed this process up. And what humanity should truly be concerned about is why are all the governments of the world concealing what's going on around the sun by having created multifaceted sun simulators. Uh, all of this information, I believe, is available on your internet. And these people can look this up to see that what is being said here is the truth. Uh, start in different you know, locations such as, for example, Germany is yeah. one place. I know I've heard that discussed. The information is public. You can find this information, and they tell you that they're experimenting with different things, but your space stations and all of your missions to your Hubble telescope and other places around uh, the planet have to do with the maintenance and material management of these things, of these great sun simulators. They're huge and uh, designed like great funnels that will push and overlay energy so that people will be bathed in what appears to be normal sun energy, but as you can see, even now it's very difficult for them to continue this because most of the time it is white light that you're seeing, not the bright yellow light of the sun. They're doing this to cover the planets that are coming in and the great uh, explosions that are taking place, some of the greatest in humanity have yeah. occurred, and yet nobody talks about these things. Well, your planet is going to be bathed in many different types of energies and with your magnetosphere being disrupted it's going to cause additional problems especially on your coastlines I believe that California is next 
I think there's going to be a huge, huge earthquake, and there's also going to be a great tsunami that will wash into the lands, probably almost a hundred miles, maybe even more, depending on the size of the final earthquake that takes place, but something very big is coming. Yeah, well, that's pretty mm -hmm. obvious. The um, earthquakes that started just off the coastline there uh, a couple of days ago, about three days ago on, in San Francisco, 5.8, although I think it was more because the USGS is downplaying them. Oh, there have been uh, building earthquakes on the west coast for years that have been downplayed, and only recently people are starting to figure out something is going on. All of the volcanoes are coming alive out there. Uh, not only the earthquakes that are going to take place, but the, uh, the beings that rule this planet have very specific designs on pushing people into certain locations. And the way, again, that you do that is simply to destroy major cities and coastlines and anything else associated with it. Yeah, um, I guess we kind of, we are where we are because it's the safest point um, in this country at the moment. But, you know, it's very hard for people to even understand this. So, a, uh, for those who are listening, and I know that there are quite a few friends out there who are very concerned about the events coming to pass, they're making their own plans to go to safe locations. What can we say to them to give them some hope? Because what's the point if we're only going to be, you know, our planet's not going to be here in another five or six years? Well, please understand, it will not be here in another five years if that is the continued direction that humanity takes. There is a direct causal link to all of this that involves the way that people think and feel. You see, humanity was given a tremendous gift. You discuss your pineal gland, but yeah. it also allows you to tap into the essence of your spirit and your soul, so that if enough people truly believe that they want the planet to be saved, there are devices that exist since the dawn of time of this planet that are capable of responding to these thoughts. You probably weren't aware of that. The original Forge World machine that is buried deep within the Southern Pole actually can help humanity. It has many different types of programs that if the entire species or those remaining come together can control the outcome of certain events that can take place. Uh -huh. But since you have been dumbed down and kept that way on purpose. The reason behind that is so that the reptilians who want to control this gigantic uh, device are trying to figure out how to do so and part of this is using humanity. And there's another thing that's going on here. There are many of the survivors that they want to take off world and they want to use you as slaves to populate other worlds. So in that sense, there will be, humanity will survive and has survived, and there are other colonies of humanity that exist in the universe. But the question is, will the people on this planet survive? Many will not, but some will. And those who survive will be those who don't get involved with your government. People believe that the federal government are going to hunt them down. No, they don't have to do that. They're simply going to call the people that come to them so if you involve yourselves with your different government groups, such as, for example, the FEMA group, which is supposed to deal with uh, emergencies and manage these things, well, essentially what they are is they're hired to help the farmers get people onto the trucks a little bit at a time, and they're priming their FEMA camps, they're priming um, a lot of different types of programs that they have, some of which are to harvest human beings, 
it, kind of like what they did in uh, Nazi Germany. Yeah. When people got off the train, you know, some people would be allowed to live as slaves, others would be sent to the gas chambers, and some, well, that's another story, Hedda, you know, there, there's not, that, there's a lot of lies that were told about yes. that as well, yes. but I'm using it as an example because most people know about this, um, and I want you to understand that it always comes to your decision. You must decide to do these things. Of course, they're going to try and greatly influence you. But, you know, if you don't have food, if you don't have power, if you're miserable, you'll do just about anything people tell you, especially if there's a meal attached to it. Well, things are going to get bad on this planet. Yes, they are. You're going to continue to have harvest events. It's sort of like the farmer who has the big tractor and has the huge field. He'll only cut small swaths at a time and then take that harvest and go to market and spend it and then he'll come back again and then he'll invite other friends to come over and help him harvest and you have some that are harvesting by hand, others that are using machines. This is exactly what's going on your planet. Your planet is a cash crop, Hedda. Yeah, well, according to our friendly neighborhood uh, reptilian who came to visit me a couple weeks ago, all those humans who are doing this, they cannot trust them now. According to him, they cannot be trusted, so they're going to end up being part of the food system. So why, if people know that there's a chance that they're going to end up on the plate themselves, why would they be uh, betraying their own kind? Well, they've obviously been lied to as well. I mean, even though deep in their heart they know they probably won't survive this either, they figure this is their only shot because many of them are criminals and involved in organized crime. Uh, for example, some of the things that you've been studying, and I was told not to mention any names, obviously I don't want to get this family in trouble, but um, they are hell-bent on convincing people that all of this is real. And the problem is, you see, it is real, so convincing people eventually will happen. But then what do you do with the people once they believe you? What do you do then, Hedda? Yeah, that's a really good question because um, they're positioning themselves like prophets and seers that have all this information, when in actual fact they're being fed it by other forces behind them. And so, yeah, what do you do with it? Well, you make you make a you make up a safe place that you believe that they can go to, so they can get herded into that quadrant. Is that correct? Yes, and that's part of it. That's part of it. But the other thing is, you see, many of these people the, on this planet are egomaniacs, and they believe that they deserve all of these things that are about to happen, and they believe if they cooperate and help shepherd people to the right locations that they're going to be awarded uh, additional life and other things, and probably some of them will. Certainly not all of them. Many of them will simply be added to the mix. After all, what do you do with your Judas goat after it leads the rest into the slaughterhouse? He's the last one to go, then you push him into the slaughterhouse too. There's your reward. And oh, by the way, that's exactly how organized crime on this planet works and this is part of their reward they've been promised so that they cooperate and also shepherd people to the right locations and of course harvest them along the way so uh, for those of you that may doubt any of this it, the information again has been made readily available you just simply need to do your own homework 
before you get involved with any group, you need to look up the owners and the members and see if they've been involved in crime. Many of them have. Mm. And even though they may be presenting evidence and you believe that these people are doing altruistic things, in reality, many of them make up stories all the time to gain sympathy because the average person doesn't perceive that the person next to them would lie to them just arbitrarily. And look at all the good works they're doing to warn people. Wow, these are great people. You know, we should listen to them because it's obvious they have the truth, but they can't help themselves. They'll always eventually refer back to something that will prove that they are liars. Now, if they're going to lie about who they are, they're obviously lying about the end goal. But they're smart enough to know that they must prevent, present true facts. Because if they don't, people would eventually discover that that is a lie too, which then would lead them to check or qualify or verify the things that are being said. Yeah, that makes sense to me. Um, we've just been doing our own quiet research, and we've been watching and observing some groups that we have now come to recognize are part of this whole we're telling you the truth but we've also got an agenda behind the whole reason why we're doing it I do want to tell people if you're not sure about the qualifications of someone who claims to be a PhD you can always go to the National Science Registry and the reason why I'm saying that is because I know PhDs I've worked with them in some of the things that I do professionally and they act a certain way they speak a certain way and they write a certain way and if those people are not on the National Science Registry and you cannot find any record of uh, conversations with um, things from their peers um, papers and a history because PhDs have a history and if you can't find any of that, then you're being given a snow job, okay? This is how Mike and I have found certain things out about previous people who claim to be PhDs when they really weren't. Yes, and the two of you are very wise. I mean, you've detected some of these things before, and that is because not only you are smart and do your own research, but, you know, we tell you things. Although there are some times that we don't tell you these things because certain amount of this information you must discover yourself in order for it to truly resonate and have good qualities that can be used from that. But I'm here to tell the people on this planet that you must do your own homework. And I know that Mike and Victoria have both told you that it is critically important before uh, any of these beings, if they ask you to do things, if they ask you to invest in something, if they ask you to give away part of your life savings for some project, doesn't it make sense to thoroughly research their background first? I mean, isn't that the first part of what most con men and con women do, is they pretend to be somebody else, or they will project that, and they will steal other people's identity, as in some of the cases of the things you've discovered, or will pretend to be these rightly and good beings, but yet there are hundreds of uh, things that you can discover about them online, and the odds are if more than four or five people complain about these people, there must be something to them that you need to be very careful of. Do not invest your money, time, and energy in these people, although you may want to listen to them. Maybe they have something important to say, but don't use them as your only source of information. In addition, people that have lived good lives have no problem uh, having other people check their background. 
Now, I'm not saying that people don't have problems. Uh, maybe they had an issue, some financial issue or something, but I'm talking about criminal records, you know, where they've done time in prison for, say, fraud, uh, or other types of things where they've taken on other people's persona or identity, or they claim one thing but yet they do another. And you want to watch out for people that spend a lot of time in places where they shouldn't be. Ask yourself this question. If these people are so knowledgeable, if they know that the end of the world draweth nigh, why are they still living close to cities, especially cities and locations where there can be direct correlations between shadow government individuals and government agents? So yes, uh, the first and most important thing you should look for if you're going to listen to what's being said is whether or not these people are actually putting their money where their mouths are. I believe that's the saying. Yeah, that's a really good point because um, both Mike and I have been telling people that we knew that the West Coast and the East Coast was about to be severely disrupted. So we're saying that because we don't live there and that we research both of this. But if you're hearing conversations or podcasts or videos from people who are telling you the truth, but yet they still live in these areas of danger, you've got to ask yourself, why? Why would they say flee or be smart and move, but yet they live there themselves? That is like, um, you know, the pot calling the kettle dirty. There's something wrong here, and you need to start using your empathic abilities, your instincts, instincts, and your third eye people. You were given that gift for a reason and it's because it will serve you well. Learn to trust it. Um, uh, yeah, Aya just departed. He says he'll be back again, but he wanted people to know that information. So, uh, the one thing I wanted to add to all of this is, uh, you heard the old saying, trust but verify. Well, I'm going to say it's reverse now with everything that's going on. Verify first before you give your trust. And we are truly here to warn humanity. We're not here to play games. Uh, th this is very serious yeah. what's going on. And there are many charlatans, fakes, phony frauds that present themselves to be something that they're not. But take the opportunity and time to look up on the Internet. There will be a paper trail. That's the wonderful thing about the Internet nowadays. Thank goodness when I was a kid, there, there wasn't Facebook, and not that I did a lot of bad things, but, you know, I was a typical teenager, you know, out there having fun with other friends, and, you know, I'm glad that no one took pictures of me doing silly things, you know, um, but the point being is that right now, if you truly need to understand who you're listening to and who you're following, look up their past, look up who they are, look up the people they associate with. You will be blown away because majority of these people claiming to be researchers, for example, for Nibiru, okay, we'll just use that as an example. Many of them start out probably with, with good ideals, but a lot of these people end up getting co-opted by shadow government agencies, especially when they start to accrue followers, because they know they have to either control these people or get rid of them, or in some cases replace them with other beings that can shapeshift or look like them. Uh, and, and we've uh, followed some of these people, some of these other places, but we've never completely accepted anything that they've said unless the beings that we communicate tell us that they are trustworthy. Um, and if they don't tell us right away that they're trustworthy, we know that we need to look into this. Yep, and we do. 
if we can't get the green light okay from the beings that we converse with, our spiritual friends, our alien friends, and they remain quiet, then Mike and I immediately know that we need to start doing some research on the people that we are listening to. And I gotta tell you people, when you find this information out, trust your instinct because your soul is speaking to you and saying, don't do it, don't have anything to do with them. Uh, you can listen to what they're saying because they are telling you the truth, but their ulterior motives are not good. So did you want to say anything else now? Or cause well, I think probably AI covered most of the information. Yeah. Uh, but the big thing is uh, verify first before you give away your trust and don't give a single dime to anyone until you completely understand who you're dealing with. All of these people, the ones that we've seen and now with all of the hurricanes and other things happening, people are looking for guidance. And Victoria and I have taken a pledge that we will never ask for any of your money unless you want to give us a donation. That's up to you. That's about the only thing. Um, but we want you to know that you can trust us. We're, we're not liars. Uh, I swear to you, we're not making any of this up. We just want you to know the truth. We want you to survive. There's not going to be very many locations on this planet that are going to be safe pretty soon. And I guess you've heard it over and over again about leaving the coast, so we're not going to beat a dead horse here. But I want you to be very, very careful over the next few months that we have. Events are going to just spiral out of control. And pretty soon, the only way of life that we're going to have is going to be trying to survive and eat every day. That's how they want us, okay? We've lived our lives according to them. You know, good times are over. Time for the harvest, okay? You keep your cattle happy. You let them graze in the sun and enjoy their lives. But when the time comes for the harvest, the time comes for the harvest, and they're going to pay. Yeah, guys. So uh, we're going to sign off now, and uh, I wish you all a happy and energetic day. Goodbye.